Well, greetings, ladies. How are you today? This wonderful day that the Lord has made, we're rejoicing and we're going to be glad in it. Amen. Just want to welcome you today to the conversation with me, Kimberly Spellman here, Crowned in His Glory podcast. Just wanting every single listener, every single one joining in the conversation today. You, um, I just want to remind you, you are a daughter of the Most High, and you ladies are crowned in the very glory of God. And maybe you're tuning into this and you found this podcast, and and maybe you're going, well, I'm a man. Well, let me just tell you today, you are favored of the Lord as well, and you are crowned in the very glory of God. He's made you um, to sit with Him in, in in heavenly places at the right hand of the Father. Amen. He's given you that position in that place. And so I just want to encourage you today, those that are joining in, to know that He has completely placed you in a position through Christ Jesus because He has um, sought after you and you have been found by Him and you have yielded to that wooing and that love, and you've come into the kingdom of God. You've come into um, the very throne room of heaven, and you are now seated in Christ Jesus at the right hand of the Father. Oh, what a glorious, glorious place to reside and to be. Um, I, I can, I can just... Man, just the power of God right now. Hallelujah. We are seated in Christ Jesus at the very right hand of the Father. And you know why that is so significant is because Jesus was seated there at the right hand of the Father. And you know what he he does in that position? One of the things is he is forever looking at, at at a sacrificial you know place of of um of just okay there's a mercy seat and that mercy seat is a place of complete um revelation of our innocence and Jesus is forever saying innocent <laughs> he's looking at the father and he's saying kim Kimberly, she's innocent. My daughter, Kimberly, she's innocent because of that blood. Because of that blood. Because of that blood. See, it's not what we do or what we say that puts us in that place of innocence. It actually is our our understanding of what Jesus Christ has done for us that positions us in that place of innocence. And Jesus restored us back to that place of innocence, the very place that we were created before we were ever even in our mother's wombs. We were created. We were created. We were formed. We were fashioned. And so we come back into that place of innocence. And from that position of innocence, oh my goodness. If we really, truly understand that, really, truly had our spirit just completely 
catch that. We would live differently. We would we would live intentionally. We would live in a place of not allowing the enemy to come and steal from us. We would not believe his lies. We would call him out on his lies and we'd say, no, that's not true. The Bible, what Jesus did, what what the Holy Spirit is saying, all of those things are true. That's not falseness. No, no, Mr. Devil, you're not going to give me that lie. And I'm no longer going to accept that lie. You know, because all he can do is pervert truth. You know, hello, 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 hello. Anybody out there? (laughs) Did you hear that? I mean, that came straight from the Spirit of God. The only thing he can do is pervert truth. The truth of the Word of God. The truth of what Jesus truly did. And I, I want to get into a conversation with you today in our next few minutes um, during this time. I really want us to focus on something today. And what I want us to focus on is just this. Your value. My goodness. And we I know we've touched on these things maybe in the past. But today, again, when I sat down to have this conversation with you, I just heard these words, valuable, precious, fearfully and wonderfully made, valuable, precious, fearfully and wonderfully made. And you know, if we grasp by the Spirit the full revelation of how valuable we are, Oh, my goodness. You know, we've talked about this before, but I I, I know it's worth repeating again today. You, my sister, you, daughter of the Most High, have one thumbprint, and it's unique to you. He wanted that thumbprint on this earth, so he created you. You (laughs) do not, do not, do not, do not compare yourself to anyone. And even in our conversations here, please don't compare yourself to me. My goal in these podcasts is just to spark and strike up a conversation between you and your creator. Yes, he created you. He formed you. He fashioned you. He formed you. He fashioned you. And we're going to get into this a little bit more, not only in this week's um, podcast, but in our next week's podcast, because I really want you to know that there is a blueprint of heaven for your life. But first, before we talk about that next week, we're going to really talk today just about The fact that you're valuable. And you know, when we seek Him, 
when we seek after him, when we seek after his way of being and doing and being right, his ways of living, his instruction in the word of God, when we yield ourselves to spending time just getting provision from heaven as we pray in the Holy Ghost, as we yield ourselves to the Holy Ghost, as we exercise the very infusion of heaven through the Holy Ghost, man, we live differently. We don't live in a place of, of agony. We don't live in a place of frustration. We don't live in a place of worry and fret. No, we live in a place, okay, he formed me, he fashioned me, he he, he gave me this thumbprint. He created me. He saw me before I was even in my mother's womb, which means that he gave me value and he gave me the ability to know that he sees me valuable. And if he can take care, scripture says, if he can take care of the birds, what more can he do for us? How much more does he love us? And how much can he really do to take care of us. I know that's a lot to digest. <laughs> I hear somebody saying, whoa, hello. Well, I just want you to know that that all came from the from the spirit. <laughs> now I probably ought to get to the scripture that I actually had um, on my heart to actually share with you. I have a couple actually. Um, and it, it, it goes back into and it forms and it weaves right back into the value, the very value that we place on knowing who we are and how we treat others, what God's done, how we see the body of Christ, the bride of Christ. If we really saw the bride of Christ the way that he sees the bride of Christ, we probably would keep our mouth shut about a lot of things and we wouldn't have um, a lot of things to say about other people, especially our brothers and sisters in Christ. And I'm just going to leave that right there. Hello. <laughs> but um, I want us just to start off what I added in my, had in my heart was to start off um, in Romans 12 and, and you may be saying, well, okay, Kim, Romans 12, what, what does that have to do with value? Well, it has everything to do with value because it's, it's a believer's conduct. And if we, if we look at as a believer, we, we come into the kingdom and as we are born again and, and we are, we are reborn and completely reset into the kingdom of heaven, then we ought to, Look at the word of God and see instruction of how we are to act, what we are to do, how are we, how are we to see? And we're not even just looking at how are we to see others? Because it, it says in scripture that we love our neighbor as we love ourselves. So if we can't see ourselves in the word of God and see how we should um, be operating both towards ourselves and to others, you know, our, 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 all of those around us are in trouble. <laughs> Let me just say that. And the, the first place of trouble is going to be with your covenant partner. And we don't want to be in trouble in a place 
um, of not healthy with our covenant partner, right? Hello. So here we go. And I'm going to read, I'm going to read this, I guess, out of, I'll just start with the King James Version. It says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. (laughs) Hello. We present our bodies a living sacrifice, which means that we see ourselves the way our creator created us. And we accept ourselves the way that our creator created us. Now, if we've done something that is gone against his creation or that is not taking care of his creation and our heart is maybe convicting us, that conviction is telling you there's a way out and you can change and you can get back to a place that you need to get back to. Hello. And that's a constant, um, that's a constant day to day, hour by hour looking. Hello. It's not just a one. So uh, I did that 10 years ago. Well, maybe we ought to be looking at it a little bit more. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Now, okay, I'm going to read this out of the Amplified Classic. I appeal to you, therefore, brethren, and beg of you in view of all all the mercies of God to make a decisive decision of your bodies, presenting all your members and faculties as a living sacrifice, holy, devoted, consecrated, and well-pleasing to God, which is your reasonable, rational, intelligent service, and spiritual worship. Now, I want to just put something out here for you to consider, for you to pray about, for you to ask Holy Spirit to show you, how does this apply to bringing every thought back into captivity to the obedience of Christ through how, how does how does that scripture our our bodies m- making making a conscious decision to not allow the enemy to deceive us to steal from us or give us false value hello cuz we're talking about value and he will He'll, he'll try to get us to look at someone around us and we'll see value, 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 value in them. And then all of a sudden, the enemy, pium, a thought will come. But that's not you. But you don't have that gifting. But you don't have that. And what is the enemy doing? He is completely getting us to look at a lie, a falsehood, 
he's he's getting us to to um to view things the way that we shouldn't view things. So this scripture in Romans 12, 1, it's, it's basically telling us, hello, hello, I'm begging you. I'm looking at you. And you know, what is that? It's, it's to get us to really look deep and hard at what we are allowing. And that's really what I want us to, um, if there's anything in this conversation today that you take away from our conversation, I want you to be aware and to look and be mindful of any way that the devil is trying to steal your value. Because let me tell you, he's constantly trying to steal our value. He is trying to constantly tell us that we don't have value. He's trying to tell us how, you know, well, that you're just whatever. You know, it's it's constantly around us. Not only is it constantly around us in our thoughts, it's constantly around us in um, every bit of social media in the world, in the workplace. It's in the church. Somebody gets up and they sing a special and you're you're on the praise team, but you don't have that same flow. And instantly the enemy wants to put, you know, a devalue on you. Well, today, I just want you to hear from heaven. And I want you to know you are valuable. He made you valuable. He made you, he created you. And he created you the way that he created you because he saw it valuable. He wanted it. And so we, when we look at how valuable he made us, thank you, Jesus, that you made us valuable. You, you formed us. Father, you formed us. Every single minute detail, even to the number of our heads, to the cells in our body, to the freckles on our face to how our nose is, to the color of our hair, to the color of our eyes, to the actual body shape that we are. Every bit of our DNA, he, he created. (laughs) And the devil is constantly trying to tell us, misfit, not worthy. Look at those freckles on your face. Man, Look at how your feet are made. Look at look at your eyes. Look at your ears. And, and I'm just naming some of these things. And he's constantly trying, the enemy, that is, is constantly trying to devalue us. When Christ has given us with the 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 sacrifice that he paid for us, he has said, oh, they're so valuable. They are so valuable. I have to get them back for my father. (laughs) Let's just let that sink in. 
valuable, valuable. You are valuable. There are things in you no one else has. And you may be saying, well, you know, well, so-and-so, they, they do what I do. But they're not you. And the enemy loves to devalue us with comparison. And I just want to, by the Spirit today, help us say no more. No more comparison. No more. I choose to walk freely and fully as he designed, formed, and fashioned me to be, to walk. The giftings, the callings, the leanings that were in me from heaven, I'm going to choose those things. And you know, if we choose those things, then we begin to see them grow and grow and grow and grow and grow and grow. And, grow. <laughs> and whew, there's much fruit. But we have to accept who we are. And seeing us through the mirror of heaven, <laughs> when you see yourself through the mirror of heaven, my goodness, when you, when you allow the love of God to completely reset your identity, you walk in great victory. But there is still a day-to-day I walk by faith each step I take, I take in faith. And I don't let the sun go down upon my wrath. And I allow the Holy Spirit to clean my heart before I go to bed. And I wake up in the morning and I say, (laughs) Your mercies are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness towards me. This is the day, Lord, that you have made. I choose to rejoice, to be glad in it, to see everything that you have in it for me. <laughs> Hallelujah. And um, I know this is kind of maybe a little bit different because this actually has gone a little bit different than what I thought it was going to go. But praise the Lord, the Holy Spirit knows what he's doing and saying, right? Well, I want to read one other scripture to you um, in the very short amount of time that we have left that also connects, connects to our value. And I want just Romans 1, just... Just look at it. Um, and then I want you to look at um, Colossians 3. And I'm going to actually start in verse 12. Because 
we love our neighbor as we love ourselves. So when we see ourselves as valuable, when we really accept who we are in Christ and that he paid a price for us because we were valuable and we accept heavenly value from heaven by the spirit, then it's manifested here on earth and it's manifested in ourselves and it's manifested in others. Okay. So it comes by the spirit. A real revelation of our value can only come from the spirit of God. It's not something that you're going to just get a bunch of self-help books, though they are very good. It doesn't mean that you're going to listen to um, your favorite podcast, <laughs> Crowned in His Glory, haha, <laughs> and um, you're going to get everything that you need for your value. You're not. It, this is just a stirring, okay, of the actual Spirit of God on the inside of you to reach out to the Spirit the very throne room encounter with heaven with the help of the Holy Spirit to get your identity because in the very throne room in the very throne room of heaven is where you'll find your true identity not here on earth not in a in a place of um, comparison or conformity or even working in the natural to try to be something that you think you in the mind's eye need to be. No, when we relax and become who he's created us to be and the very identity that he's created us to have, boy, we live victoriously and we live free, 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 free. And we flourish. We live free and flourish. So Colossians 3, verse 12, you are always and dearly loved by God. (laughs) Did you hear that? You're always and dearly loved by God. This is the Passion Translation. So robe yourself with virtues of God. (laughs) Clothe yourself. So robe and clothe yourself with virtues of God. Since you have been divinely chosen to be holy, holy, complete before your king, (laughs) unashamed, unashamed, holy, his holy and his. I did a message many years ago. Um, It's probably on a cassette somewhere in storage about being holy and his because they work together. When you're his, holiness begins to develop. And when you're holy, you can't help but know that you're his. And that's a Quick snippet, it's not the whole teaching, but let me tell you, you can know that you have been chosen to be holy and to be His. Be merciful as you endeavor to understand others. Uh Uh-oh. 
Let me go ahead and I'm going to reread this whole thing so we don't miss it in its entirety and and completeness. And I'll try to not um, say anything except for read it. Okay. You are always and dearly loved by God. So robe yourself with virtues of God since you have been divinely chosen to be holy. Be merciful as you endeavor to understand others and be compassionate knowing kindness, showing kindness toward all, showing kindness towards all. Be gentle and humble, unoffendable in your patience with others. Uh Oh, hello. I said I was going to keep reading. Tolerate the weakness of those in the family of faith. Forgiving one another in the same way you have been graciously forgiven by Jesus Christ. If you find fault with someone, release this same gift of forgiveness to them. For love is supreme and must flow through each of these virtues. Love becomes the mark of true maturity. Let your heart be always guided by the peace of the anointed one who called you to peace as part of his one body and always be thankful. Let the word of Christ live in you richly, flooding you with all wisdom. Apply the scriptures as you teach and instruct one another with the Psalms and with festive praise and with prophetic songs giving to you spontaneously by the Spirit. So sing to God with all your heart. Let every activity of your life and every word that comes from your lips be drenched with the beauty of our Lord Jesus, the anointed one, and bring your constant praise to God, the Father, because of what Christ has done for you. Now, let me just say this, because I think there's two things that in my quick last few minutes, I want to remind you in this scripture, it says, if you find fault with someone, release this same gift of forgiveness to them, the forgiveness of Christ being released. Now I want to address something. There is a lie of the enemy to devalue you with self-accusation. And in my last minutes here with you today in this conversation, I want to just agree with you and heaven that you are able to come to a full release and forgiveness of yourself. (laughs) So in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I thank you, Father, for the healing power that is being released right now to those that are in this conversation with us today. And I'm asking you, 
with the help of the Holy Spirit to supernaturally minister, release of self-accusation. Release them and let them go. And Holy Spirit, I am asking you that you flood and completely clothe them in the full revelation and manifestation of their value, their value, their value of their value. I keep hearing that in my spirit of their value. May they be supernaturally clothed in their value. The very robe of heaven being placed upon them even now as I close this podcast. Holy Spirit, have your way. Minister as you minister. Release your power to my sisters now. In the name of Jesus. Know that you are loved. Know that you are blessed. Know that his favor is upon you. He's lifting up his countenance upon you and total, complete wholeness and peace is yours today in the name.